from Wine and Crime, Creepies, Halo. Hey, Kay, HWC, back in the house. What, what? <laughs> How goes it? Um, It's going pretty hectic, I oh, guess. Fun. It's, <laughs> the, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, yeah. Most wonderful slash most stressful. We were yeah. just saying before we started recording, like, literally, we can't believe that Christmas is next weekend. I know. And I'm like 50% done. And usually I'm more ahead of it. But when I tell you a Christmas movie has not been watched, Christmas music, because my daughter makes me. But we just got our tree up like last weekend. Like it is just not going well for me this year. I'm going to go make some cookies today. But I don't know. I don't know where my Christmas spirit went, but I'm looking for it. Dang. Maybe just like jam out all the Christmas stuff this entire next week, you know, just to get it all in. I think if I watch Spirited with Ryan Reynolds, that's going to help. Okay. Yes. Will Ferrell was in that, correct? Right? He is, but it's also Ryan Reynolds. No, no, I know. I was just confirming that I was thinking of the same movie. <laughs> yes, but it's also Ryan Reynolds. Right, right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Do you get what I'm, putting, you what I'm putting down now? I didn't mean to uh, disrespect. <laughs> <sighs> is that out in movies? Or is that on, on Apple TV? Okay, gotcha. I think I do have that. I'm pretty sure. Well, you know who I hope is having a good Christmas? preparing the shepherd family oh yes Jax. i'm sure they are i'm sure they're having a splendid christmas so like we they... won't be able we won't be able to tell them before christmas because this is the last one before christmas our next show comes out on christmas day so happy christmas Dax, kb monica happy, happy holidays homies Hopefully you guys uh, partied it up. I'm sure. I feel like they always have like parties happening. Parties and like groups of people over like literally all the time. <laughs> oh my God. It sounds just like a fun. Right. <laughs> For real. So Crystal went to see Violent Christmas. Oh yeah. Crystal, was it violent? It was violent at the end. Um, Yeah. I saw Violent Night with the guy from... Stranger Things, who played Santa. I really liked his uh, his take on Santa. Hopper. It was like, yes, it was like funny because he was like, he was the perfect person to play this because Santa was like basically a drunk and like crabby, like at least for the first part of the movie. Um, but yeah, he definitely killed that part. I wasn't like, I didn't love the movie. I didn't hate it or anything, but like I feel like the trailer looked so awesome. The trailer made it look so good, like it hyped it up. And then like when I was actually watching it, like it was just very slow before I feel like a lot happened and then also, I don't know, I was just a little disappointed. Hmm. Well, I'll let you know after I see it. Yeah. I know my daughter and her dad seen it and they they enjoyed it. It, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was it was like a I mean, it's a holiday movie, so what do I expect? It was like a little cheesy. But 
I don't know. Sometimes I'm not about that cheese. <laughs> well, you're coming over Tuesday or Monday or whatever day we said. When I see you, you'll be here. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> when I show up. <laughs> and we have plans for me to show you Krampus. So. Yes. I'm excited because I have not seen that, but I've heard good things. So I'm definitely looking forward to that one. And uh, we'll have a little wine, but it is morning. We had to switch things around due to last weekend before Christmas shuffling. So we changed our drink this morning. Yeah, we're we're sticking with, um, we have coffee, but we also have the Baileys in it. So we got some Baileys and coffee. Just a little dash just to kick off the morning. Yeah, nothing crazy. We're not trying to get, you know hammered on this Saturday morning <laughs> I mean we're trying but we got driving I mean do, that'd be so. fun but <laughs> but it's not necessarily the goal <laughs> so today uh the story that I picked is an old one it's an ongoing one it's an unsolved one um I've watched little videos and YouTube and snippets of news and it's actually kind of it's a hard one at times. Um, emotional. We'll say it's, it's an emotional one. So this story is the Alicia Navarro story. And for those who don't know, most of the story, a lot of it has to do with online grooming. And I don't know, for those who don't know what online grooming is, online grooming is a term and it's used basically to describe a way for abusers to deploy through the internet to sexually exploit children. It can happen quickly over time, but at its core process of exploiting the trust, um, it begins to shift like expectations of what safe behavior is and leveraging the fear and shame to keep a child silent. So for some examples are like, it often involves adults creating fake profiles posing as children or teens in order to befriend someone or gain their trust. They may be first towards uh, sexual behavior or sexual abuse or even online stalking, harassment, nothing good. Ugh, that All of that just is sickening. Like even just hearing it laid out like so like blatantly and like, you know, as like a straightforward definition, it's just the thought of it is just so disgusting and disturbing. Yeah, and it's just really hard and it sucks, but it's a reality. And this is where a lot of them live is through the internet web because the government a lot of times cannot keep up fast enough to get the people. So it's like almost like a safe spot for predators. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh. So on September 14th, Alicia was feeling kind of anxious and she asked if she could stay home from school. Her mother agreed and the two of them spent the day together. They had went to McDonald's. That was Alicia's favorite meal. She got her eyebrows threaded. They got some hot chocolate. They shopped and then they went home. So that brings us to the next day, September 15th. And this is in 2019 in Glendale, Arizona. Jessica Nuez, which is Alicia's mom, she's waiting to see her husband get home from work. Ivan, he works late. And well, if they want to have any private time together, 
this is what it happens. And I've been there. Okay. He's like, <laughs> it is hard as hell. Like when you and your husband are like two ships passing and you don't get to see each other or like mine, you know, leaves for a while at a time. And then he comes home like 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock. And even though I'm exhausted from doing other things, if I want to have any time with them before the kids are all around, you got to kind of stay up and wait. So Yeah. When the kids are awake from home, I'm sorry, when the kids are awake, they somehow suck like all your time away from, well, you having a life. (laughs) So it's going on about 1 a.m. when Alicia, that is her oldest daughter, she comes downstairs for a glass of water and it's not uncommon for this to happen. She stays up kind of late. She's known to be kind of a gamer she's big into it she's actually even created kind of a name for herself in the gaming world so they chit chat for a little bit and uh her mom tells her like hey don't stay up late okay and she kind of gives her a little smile and she's like yeah yeah i know mom i won't and she's like all right you know love you girl and you know she's like hey and she asked her mom she's like when are you planning on going to bed and she kind of says I'm gonna spend some time with your stepdad you don't worry about me you just worry about you you know and she's like okay uh Elisa was known to be prominent in the Minecraft world Roblox she's into chatting with her friends and discord uh see that's where most of her friends were Because online, you can be as confident as you want. You can be whoever you want, however you want to be. Alicia was on the autism spectrum. So as much as she did have some close few real friends in real life, sometimes it was a little bit more of a struggle for her to make connections in real life. But when she was online, she was a little bit more confident. So... uh, she goes back, you know, and she plays her game. She's up, you know, doing whatever in her room. Meanwhile, downstairs, her mom and Ivan are hanging out. Um, he gets there and they, you know, they do what they got to do. <laughs> and uh, then they go to bed. Uh, Jessica is up around seven. She starts making breakfast for the family. Ivan and then the little ones are up with their with them. That's their son and their other daughter. But Alicia's not up yet. You know, and she's just kind of thinking to herself, well, she must be sleeping, probably stayed up late, you know, playing online again. Then she notices the back door is cracked open. She peeks around. She's a little confused. Nothing is missing. Nothing is stolen. There's no forced entry. But something is sitting a little uncomfortable, just a little off-putting. So Jessica heads out to look around the backyard. But instead of feeling better, her stomach actually drops. Uh, Her nerves take over. She sees over by their cement wall. She has stacked chairs up against cinder blocks. And then there's a shovel leaning against it. There's also shoe prints on the wall that almost for sure matches Alicia's. So Jessica, like any mom, she darts back in, she runs to her daughter's room. And when she gets there, her, like the feeling 
of her soul like just leaves her body. Alicia's room is empty. She's not sleeping. Her gaming stuff is lying unused. Alicia is just gone. Jessica runs to call 911 immediately, and they assure her they will send officers over ASAP. But she can't sit and wait. So she calls friends, you know, hey, please come help me look. Jessica's missing. She starts making plans for a search party and like to get going and going like fast. So Jessica tells the police no way did she run away. She explains to them that they had a great Friday together. They actually were more smiley than usual, you know, kind of explained everything that they did the day before said that she gave her a mental health day. Um, And the reason for the mental health day is that she started this new school. And while she was doing great, she had anxiety on this particular day. So they took a break, you know, and that's when they went to get the eyebrows done and had the McDonald's again, which is her favorite because nuggets and fries, why not, you know? So she thinks that, you know, someone breaking in and taking her doesn't really seem feasible either. Like it just, what happened to her? Like, where is she? What the hell is going on? So now, you know, as things are moving forward, you know, she starts thinking about some of the stuff that she didn't fully process throughout the day. And it's mom, when are you going to bed? the night before, the chairs, the shovel, the cinder blocks, the shoe prints. Maybe she did do this on her own free will. You know, she was too short to just hop over the wall, so she would have needed the chairs to kind of get over. And even with the chairs, she might have been still too short. So with the blocks and the shovel, she kind of like hiked herself up and then hopped over the wall. After investigators combed through Alicia's room, it was determined that she had taken her laptop, her cell phone, body spray, some cosmetics, and a comic book. However, she did not take her phone charger. She didn't take her computer charger, which led investigations to believe like she likely had planned to come back and just didn't work out. So her mom is hitting the road running, like no door unknocked, no park unlooked, just nonstop. She's just and will not stop. The last confirmed sighting of Alicia was reported by a friend who claimed to have seen her at La Prada Park, which is about 1.5 miles from her home. And on this afternoon of September 19th, Jessica went to the park with investigators herself and uh of course it was dead end there was nothing there there was no trail to be followed Um, after a sleepless night on monday the 16th she wanders back to her daughter's room and her jaw drops and she finds this note and it read i ran away i will be back i swear i'm sorry and also, how did the cops miss this when they were collecting evidence and searching the room? Like, really? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, how, like, that's a huge, a huge piece of the entire case. And the fact that they missed this is like, really? Are you, 
even like doing that thorough of a job, like trying to find this girl. Yeah, I know. So Jessica pushes hard for a silver alert. Now, not all states have this. And what a silver alert is, it is activated when a person of special needs or development disabilities, or usually an older person, like 65 or older, when they go missing. So this is kind of like an amber alert for them. Uh, The purpose of the Silver Alert program is to establish a notification system that provides immediate information to the public through issuing a coordinate alert using resources, you know, gone missing, um, and then specify like the criteria that's needed. So it's also like, you know, hopefully very helpful to locate the missing person when the criteria is met. And efficiently, um, but sometimes even though you want, you know, very fast recovery, unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't always happen. So it's noted somewhere between 3.45 a.m. and 7 a.m. is when the sneak out happened. And I say sneak out because, again, mom and dad were home downstairs The dog did not bark. No screams were made. So that to me kind of means there would have, it couldn't have been an intruder. Like nobody came in the house to get her and take her. Right. Um, They did find that there was a hole in the screen and it was kind of like the size of a golf ball. Um, And it was cut like purposely when Alicia was asked about it by her mom she claimed a bird flew into it <laughs> girlfriend sweetie like oh girl you gotta crazy. be you gotta be coming up with better excuses than that the creativity's gotta be a little stronger honey yeah um but so now it's five days until she turns 15 and they were still hoping and still praying that she would return for this day. She was so excited. This is a big deal in the Mexican world. And typically it would be called a quincena. And I hope I'm saying that right. Quinceanera. Okay. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And this is kind of like a coming out party for girls in the spanish world when they're 15 it's their marking of passage from girlhood to womanhood and it's a term that is used to like basically celebrate yourself uh but alicia didn't want the big party she wanted a fancy steak dinner and a red velvet cake that they picked out which is a step up because with her sensory issues normally she wouldn't even want to try steak So they were like, okay. So they were excited about it. They had this plan, but the day came and won and there was no Alicia. There there is a clip on ABC 15 Arizona news that I found on YouTube. um, And it is her mom and she's in the video. And, you know, it's very sad to watch. She's crying and, You know, she invited anyone who wanted to meet in the park and sing happy birthday could come. She said that saying happy birthday with strangers as I passed out flyers. It was truly sad watching this video because 
it was such a big deal. You know, they were looking forward to this with her daughter and now you're at a park singing happy birthday with your friends praying that she comes home. It just really hurt my heart to to see that. Yeah. That's just heartbreaking because, you know, obviously they don't know what's going on, but then they think, okay, if she did run away, you know, they probably had so much hope that she would come back on her birthday at least. Yeah. And now it's been four days after she went missing and there was a sighting, uh, a sibling's friend said that she's seen Alicia um, with a dark skin, older man tattooed tattoos on his hands, all over his body. Um, But when they went to the park to where it was that La Prada park, it's like a mile and a half from her home. There was nothing. And there was no cameras, which in this day and age, you know, you kind of think there's cameras everywhere, but frustratingly, like nothing. So Jessica jetted over there asking everyone she's seen. And one guy did say like, he saw the same dude, dark skin tattooed, you know, she was holding his hand walking, but again, no trace, nothing just dead end what broke her down even more if possible because you're at your lowest right now um she was watching the neighborhood at night she went back and she saw kids doing drugs she saw sex workers and she was shocked like this is my neighborhood at night like oh my god you know And uh, she, you know, said that she definitely lost a lot of sleep that night. And she's, you know, thinking like my daughter could be subjected to that. Like, is that what she ran away for? Is that, did she, you know, not knowing that's what she was going to get involved in, but somebody could have lured her. And now that's what she has to, you know what I mean? Your mind starts wheeling and spinning and, you know. Oh, yeah, especially after, you know, hearing she's with a guy and then also seeing a bunch of, like, things happening in the neighborhood at night, like like you said, such as, like, drugs and sex workers and stuff. Like, it just has to be so jarring, like, thinking about all the possibilities that's happening. Oh, for sure. And again, being a special needs girl, you know, that has different sensories and different probably OCDs and different things that she has to do her way. Like at some point she's going to get triggered, you know, and I don't know. It's just, it's hard to go down that road, you know? Right. So now the Glendale police are now sharing hardly any information with Jessica. She actually found out on the news that they confirmed that the handwritten note was actually written by Alicia herself. And they didn't even call the teller. She saw it on the news. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? I wish. So now it's getting close to 2020. There's no leads. Um, and they've contacted everyone. They, you know, sex offenders, group homes, public transportation, flyers on telephone pole, phone poles, gas pumps, store windows, door. I mean, you name it, they plastered it. And of course, we also know what happened in 2020. The whole world went on pause for a little bit. So it kind of makes it hard for even detectives and investigators to do a lot of things when 
you can't even leave your house, you know? Wow. I never even thought about that. Never even crossed my mind. Like that's so true and so crazy how much like the world shutting down had to affect, you know, missing people cases and I mean, in all sorts of different criminal cases, like I never even thought about that. I know. I thought about it the other way. Like when we were in pandemic, I'm like, man, I bet you sex trafficking and kidnapping and everything has taken a a stop. Like I'm thinking the numbers went down. Predators can't get their victims because nobody's allowed to leave. So I'm looking at it from that way. I never looked at it from the other way of oh my God, this is stopping from people being found and being rescued too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I think both those things are true too. It probably had like both of those effects. So that's just wild. Right. So Alicia did have a Facebook account, but she was hardly ever on it. Uh, She basically spent her time on Discord, which is a gaming platform. And Alicia's mom did say that she really didn't know who or, you know, what she was doing online. She just, she trusted it because her daughter was home. She really enjoyed playing the games in their house. So she felt like she was safe. And she admits that she was kind of ignorant of all the dangers that online stuff that could happen. I mean, which is so true because you sometimes you don't think about it. You know, you're like, oh, my daughter's in her room playing with other kids online. She's laughing. She's giggling. She's having a good time. She's safe. But when you stop to really think, uh, well, who really is behind the other screen? You know, it's very scary. And it was just, you know, she was just happy to see that her daughter was actually happy and interacting with people and getting confidence and getting social and all the things that you want for your children. Right. So, but a lot of people with autism are also very misunderstood. A lot of people assume that they don't like to interact with people and they don't like to be social and it's actually not it. They just have to do it in a different way. And when you play video games or do things online, it's an easier way for them to connect because it's broken down online. So they can kind of do it at their pace and do it, you know, without being the face to face and in your face, you know. Right. Yeah. Makes it like a little bit more probably comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, her mom would tell you she was a shy girl, but online she was just, you know, it almost sounded just like a normal giggly girl in her room. Uh, So looking back on it now, some of the requests that her daughter was asking, Jessica wonders, like, was it the potential groomer or, you know, was she being in, influenced by somebody? Because, like, okay, so we talked about how she wanted steak. You know, the girl never asked for steak. It was always, like, nuggets and fries and simple things. And because, again, like, the sensory of the the way steak is, she never would have tried that, you know. But then she was like, you know, that's kind of a mature request, like, to go to a steakhouse like usually right. something older not someone that's like 13 14 wanting to do well she turned 15 but 
okay, you know, she's like, maybe she's just growing up and, you know, wanting to try new things. And then there was request for the body spray. Again, sensory issues. They don't like a lot of strong scents. They don't like a lot of strong smells. So that was kind of questionable too. Like, But then again, her music changed. She went from top billboard hits, you know, to whatever was popular, pop music, maybe some country music. And then all of a sudden she started really getting into Pink Floyd, which is a huge change. And again, it seems like somebody older, you know. Right. Could that have been kind of an influence? You know, she asked her mom to buy her makeup, you know, and at the time she's thinking, okay, she's going to be 15 here, you know, in a week or so. She's in high school. A lot of kids do their makeup now. So maybe she's just trying to experiment with it. Maybe she wants to start dabbling with it, you know, but in hindsight, looking back at it, she's like, was she pressured into doing it? Was somebody pushing her to make, put on makeup? You know, like, was somebody telling her, like, you need to wear this? Like, now all these things are like, oh, my God, you know? And at the time, they just seemed like normal little things. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, just, you know, when you look at them individually, it's like little small things. It's like, oh, you know, she's just getting older and thinking of trying new stuff, which, you know, could, I guess, still be the case. But then, you know, something like this happens and it's like, oh, my gosh, were these little signs that like, you know, nobody would have been able to pick up on because they weren't that significant. Yeah. Like she wanted this backless shirt that was way out of her comfort zone. And Alicia always wore sweatshirts and hoodies, even in Arizona when it was 90 degrees. She always just wore comfortable clothes and it was usually hoodies. So that was a big change, too. Um, And then lastly, there was this very expensive, it was a couple hundred dollars, but it was an Iron Man comic book that she wanted, which she never touched it. It just sat on her desk. It looked pristine up until she ran away. Then that was one of the things that was taken with her. So now she's looking back on it like, was it even for her or did she buy it for somebody? Was it a gift for somebody? Like all these little things are starting to, you know, play out. So now Alicia did get caught at one point posting a little too much information online. So her mom did nip it in the bud super quick, sat down with her and like, listen, girl, you cannot post this. You cannot post that too much. Like you got to keep it just simple and little. And like, we don't give out private information. And trust me, I've had this conversation with my child because not that she gives up private information, but there were, you know, when they just get their cell phone and they just get that little bit of internet taste, they say just the littlest things that's like, you know, like, ah, uh-uh, too much. Right. Nope. Yeah. Cause they nope. don't know. They don't know, they don't like, know. Uh, the boundaries. And yeah. And they think that they're talking to their friend and they may be, but then again, they may be not, you know? Right. Exactly. So she really thought she got through her, like, you know what? Just like, you cannot do this. You cannot say that, you know, and Jessica, or I'm sorry, Lisa, you know, said, okay, I won't, you know, apologized. And, you know, they moved on, you know, these predators, they use these platforms and this is what they do. And they're good at it. And they go through laptops and cell phones and video games. That's where a predator live. That's where they live. And discord is like one of the number one 
predator sites. They target kids. It's the most trafficked site. There's over a hundred billion dollar year business of trafficking through Discord. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and because also, and they hide behind. They pay with Bitcoin, crypto money. They can pay. They can hide. There's no trace. Um, there is a website that Jessica um, did join with their private detective that's been working with them. And uh, it's called Anti-Predator Project. And if you click on it, there is like emergency hotline numbers. There's donations. Um, if you go through here, you can donate money. And it helps with billboards that people can put up for missing children or, you know, whatever they need help with. There is a GoFundMe account uh, that Jessica has up and it's to help keep the billboard of Alicia up. So people, you know, like, please don't forget about her. So it's almost impossible for the government to keep up. I mean, she took all her shit. So they can't really check the cookies or sites. You know what I mean? Like, it's really tough when they can't go through her phone because it's with her. They can't go through her computer because she took it. Right. So this is where they just, where the frustration is. And, you know, like I said, and then the pandemic, it put a kink in it. It slowed everything down. But- they did not give up. They're still, they're still looking. They're still looking for her. Um, and they're just asking everybody to please be aware, just, you know, be involved in your kids' video games, be involved in your kids online, educate them, scare them. Seriously, make them scared to give away information. One of the detectives says that, you know, these kids are getting cell phones at such young ages and I am guilty of that. But my daughter also had two working full-time parents. She had to, sometimes she went to daycare after school. Sometimes she didn't. Sometimes she was supposed to take the bus home. Sometimes she wasn't. So we ended up getting her a phone for communication because I hated calling the school every day to say how I was getting my daughter. Um, but if you do have to get your daughter a phone or a son at a young age, they say, give them a flip phone. And I know that sounds funny, but they're still out there. Yeah, like, they are. <laughs> you know, get them a phone that they can text and they can call. They don't need anything else when they're, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years old. Um, Elisa was most likely groomed for months. They say that she was four, nine, about 89 to 95 pounds, Hispanic, black hair, brown eyes. She did have braces. She had a white sweatshirt and it had a bunch of colored writing on it. Um, she had on a denim skirt. Uh, I believe it says like overalls and she had black and white vans on and she was carrying a little cat eared purse. Jessica has not given up. Uh, she hopes and she prays every day. She is working every day to find her daughter. She does have a TikTok account and it's called Find Alicia Navarro. Um, please go check it out. Look at it. You don't necessarily have to follow, but just, you know, spread the word. Like, let's, let's bring Alicia home. Uh, she has over 257,000 followers on TikTok. She's handing out flyers every day. She's an avid for missing children. She has on Facebook one called I'm Sorry called find i'm sorry um find alicia navarro uh 
there is a GoFundMe account and uh, I will post the links up for it and our socials if you want to, you know, donate. Um, if you don't want to donate or can't donate, but maybe you could at least share the post and just pass it along, pass the picture, share the post and just keep getting, you know, her face out there and hopefully some way, somehow we can still find Alicia you know, they believe that she is still out there and she is still trying to come home. So hopefully we can bring her home. Um, I did get a lot of my information from the Kendall Ray on YouTube. She did a story on it. I did it on uncovered.com. There was Wikipedia, all the sites abc 15 news arizona so that's the story of alicia it's sad that it is unsolved but i pray and hope and pray again that one day soon me and kk will be telling the recovery story and that she made it home safe yeah that is oh it's just heart-wrenching and so sad like not only for her but for her family like you know sitting there questioning probably every second of every day you know where is she what is she doing is she alive is she okay you know like to even just have to sit with the wondering of every single day is just so sad and it's just so sick how these horrible horrible human beings will just like manipulate these children into either you know either like convince them like oh you should you should come be with me like I'm I'll take care of you I'm older like all this stuff or whether they actually trick them and they think that there's someone their age whether like they're a friend or something so yeah it's just heartbreaking that this goes on and for how much it goes on is just so sick and messed up. Yeah, there is a video on TikTok um, and it's user, her name is uh, Sigma Girl Zero. It's S-I-S-I-G-M-A-677. And uh, I don't know why I said zero, that must be your email. But it's just a girl and everybody that's posting it, they swear that it's her. Now, Jessica did look at it and said that it's that's not her. But um, she's basically just sitting there and she's bouncing. And it's just the same video over and over. Kind of gives you like the Britney Spears vibes, you know, when, when Britney was just dancing and she'd look over. Like, yes. That's kind of what this girl does. But she's just sitting in a chair bouncing. And people keep saying, like, do a heart symbol if you need help. So, like, her next video, she does kind of like a heart with her hand. And then mm. there's another one, like, wear a green shirt. Kind of like the whole Britney Spears thing. Yes. Um, She's got, like, I don't know how many followers she got. But there are people that keep posting nonstop that this girl needs help, that something is going on. Um, She doesn't look happy. But she's got 131 thousand followers yeah um and it just says i mean just here for the entertainment and i love to make people laugh 
but all she's doing is the same thing over and over. She's just kind of sitting there, kind of like just with her hands bouncing and just, I don't know, there's a couple of videos where she does something a little bit different, but most of it's repetitive. Um, hmm. And you'll have to check it out maybe later. But yeah. a lot of people are saying that it's got to be her. It's got to be her. Because, you know, the age, they did the poster to where her age, she looks older. Right. Yeah. Um. And, uh, but Jessica says it is not her, but either way, there's a lot of people leaving messages saying that this girl is in trouble and she needs help some way, somehow, but yeah, I don't know. it's kind of creepy, kind of weird. I'll have um, to check that out because yeah, I doubt it's her, you know, I trust her mom's, you know, opinion on if it was her or not, but the fact that this girl might actually be in danger like this is kind of, you know, very alarming. But also, I, I really hope it's not, you know, some people troll and they try to, like, get views by, like, so I, I hope it's not that either. I mean, I hope it's not either. I hope she's not in trouble, but. She's not claiming that it's her, her like, the girl's not claiming that she's Alicia. She's just, I think she's just being weird in the video. And now people are just kind of, like. Thinking that it's her. Something's wrong. And she's not doing a TikTok. She's not breaking character where she's like, oh, my God you know, thank you so much for everybody thinking that I'm, you know, in trouble. This is just my thing that I do. This is my shtick or schlick or whatever they call it. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Like this is, you know, she's not telling people, no, I'm okay. I'm fine. Seriously. Like, you know, this yeah. is my family. These are my kids. I'm fine. You know? Right. So when you're not correcting it, people aren't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Gosh, it's so freaking scary out there, like out in the real world and online. It's just I know. bonkers. You know, I was telling Kay that I had a kind of a nightmare last night over something. And maybe this was part of it, too. I've been working on this for days. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. So, yeah, I'm sure I'm that going, definitely had to play into it. I'm going to go listen to some fun music. I'm going to go to my mom's and we're going to make cookies today. Um, so I'm going to listen to some fun, upbeat stuff while yeah. I'm there. Get into Christmas spirit. Listen to, listen and watch to, uh, some uplifting things to get your yes. mindset off of all this darkness. And I do want to say before we head out, um, I want to give my RIPs and my hugs and prayers and my happy, okay, not happy, but peaceful to the family vibes. I was so sad when I read that Twitch committed suicide. Yes. Um, I remember watching him on Dancing with the Stars and I thought he was just the bee's knees, man. He was my favorite. And then when he was on Ellen, he was just always smiling, happy. Like he just seemed like an amazing person. And it just goes to show you again, like even his wife had no idea. Like he just always seemed happy. Like, so I'm going to try to follow closely to see if they had figured out why he did this. But, um, that makes me sad. And then also we had recently lost Christy Alley, which that really, really makes me sad too. Cause I know I loved her. She was, she wasn't in anything recently, but I love look who's talking. Oh yes. And cheers. And you know, the, the Olsen twins mom and <laughs> man, two legends. Seriously. It's so sad. Okay, she's really not the Olsen twins mom, but she was. Well, yeah, in the, yeah. (laughs) I just want to specify that before we get the email. Right, yeah. Everyone's like, wait, they she was their mom. (laughs) 
But yeah, so, rest in peace to both of them. Like two amazing humans and like lights in this world. So it's just so sad that they both passed away before they should have. Yeah. You know, especially for Twitch. I mean, I know Christie's was sad, but hers was cancer. Obviously, she could not prevent that. Right. Um, but again, you know, if you feel the suicides, if you feel the the sadness, the darkness, please, please call somebody. Just, you know, get help. Just, just don't do it. And trust me, there's somebody, there are people there that want you here. There are people that love you. There are people that do care. Just reach out, please. Yes. And, you know, even if it feels like, like you have no choice and like, that's the best option because that's what your mind is telling you. Just know that it's a lie and that that's not true and that you can 1000, 1 million percent get through it. Yes. So on that uplifting spirit days that we're going to have. Oh, I just, uh, after stories like this, it makes me want to go hug my daughter tight. And, uh, but please, 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 you know, check out our site and look at the picture, forward it. It doesn't take but five seconds to share it and just let's get Alicia's face plastered all over the internet again. Yeah. Bring her home. Bring her home to her family. Well, on that note, I guess we got to go. Stay creepy, y'all. Have a have a creepy Christmas. <laughs> Holly Jolly Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I wish I had jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs>